He's been seen on CNBC, the Fox News Channel, and the Fox Business Channel. His articles can be found on MarketWatch, Seeking Alpha, TheStreet.com, and many other places. He's the author of the weekly Best Stocks Now newsletter and the inventor of the Best Stocks Now app. He's president of Gunderson Capital Management. Here is professional money manager, Bill Gunderson. And welcome to the uh, Thursday. It is the Thursday, February 29th. I only get to say that, what, every four years. Edition of the Best Stocks Now show with professional money manager Bill Gunderson, president of Gunderson Capital Management. Uh, And I'm here with uh, Barry Kite, our chartered financial analyst, well, they like the PCE report, lack thereof of inflation, cooling off of inflation. The NASDAQ is up 147, leading the way today. That's 93 basis points, almost 1%. And uh, that is a new all-time high on the NASDAQ at 16,095. The Dow, however, is just up a little bit. I think maybe Salesforce might be hurting it somewhat. Uh, the Dow's up 36 points to 38,984. The S&P 500's hitting a new all-time high, 5,093. It's up 23 points. The Russell 2000 Small Cap Index, doing the best of all, it's up 1.5% today. Crude oil is quiet. It's down a nickel to 78.49. Uh, gold is up fifteen dollars to uh, two thousand and fifty-seven. Uh, the ten-year, which uh, would be expected after a cooler than expected PCE report and a little hotter than expected uh, initial jobless claims report, we're at four point two four. And Bitcoin, there she goes again, up eighteen hundred to sixty-two thousand nine hundred and thirty. So welcome. To today's Best Stocks Now show on this 29th of February. And uh, after a kind of a uh, quiet day yesterday in the market, as we anticipated and looked ahead to this uh, PCE report that came out this morning, uh, we have a, a hot day in the market today because the PCE came in cooler than expected. And in the meantime, uh, Bitcoin continues to soar in uh, front of its halving event, which will occur a little bit later on, uh, I think a couple months from now, something like that. Yeah, it should be. I don't know if there's an exact date when it actually occurs, but it's going to be some. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be in April. So, yeah. Okay. Sometime. Well. Yeah. That, it's, uh, I think it's a. It's based on a. You know, I think number of blocks or transactions so it's not an exact date but it'll be likely sometime in in april put it that way and it is not a split okay i still bitcoin i have a hard time i was talking with a friend of mine uh, you know he's a pretty pretty smart guy i mean they they run a nationwide chain of uh, of uh, operations uh, and uh, he said to me i just can't get my arms around bitcoin and understand it and i said i know i mean it, you know, but I guess the kids understand it, and uh, it continues to do well. 62,000, and I read about the uh, halving event. I still didn't really get it, other than there, there is only so many Bitcoins at some point uh, that they can mine, and uh, the halving event uh, somehow slows down 
things uh, from reaching that. Uh, Slows down the production of, of, of basically bitcoins that can be mined. Right? Yeah. So there's going to, you know, when you go into the future, there'll be a, you know, essentially there'll be a finite, uh, there's a finite number of bitcoins that can ever be quote unquote mined. Um, and as, uh, as uh, you go to these different having events, the, uh, the, the, Amount that each uh, you know miner gets for putting together a block of transactions uh, decreases, and so um, that number gets cut in half. Uh, and then you know when they do the having, and so that just means that there's going to be you know, uh, the flow or, or additional. Think of it as printing money. It would no different would be that the printer is going going to going to go a bit slower. Put it that way. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, uh, you know, the money printing, the currency doesn't slow down <laughs> no, at all. Right. That's a, Maybe uh, uh, Congress should look at what the Bitcoin <laughs> folks are doing and slowing down the printing of money. Instead, they're they're accelerating uh, the printing of money. Well, we do know that the PCE index is the Fed's preferred gauge of inflation. I don't think it was cool enough to warrant a uh, a rate cut. Uh, that'll probably happen not too far before the election, right in front of yeah. the election. I mean, at the I guess at the at the earliest, you would imagine it would be uh, in in May, but likely past that date. Uh, yeah, and a couple more before November, the first Tuesday yeah. in November. Uh, initial jobless claims, 215,000. I came in a little higher. Yeah, came in a little higher than expected. I think those are probably the PCE basically coming in in line. The one, the one deal with the PCE that's probably helped, uh, you know, uh, helped the bond market and helped the equity markets today is, uh, is the fact that the prior month was revised down a tenth. So, in other words, uh, last month, uh, ended up being, uh, less than, uh, the original number. So, uh, everything else pretty much came in line, except the uh, the uh, personal income line came in at in at one percent versus point three in December. So folks have more uh, you know more money uh, in their pocket, which apparently came from 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 dividends. Actually, dividend increases uh, is one of the big pieces of that. But it means folks have, um, you know still have money to spend, which means uh, the economy has uh, still has a little uh, juice behind it. I guess. Yes, and this Bitcoin surge, just to put that in perspective, that uh, is an all-time high uh, with the largest monthly gain. It's approaching an all-time. That's the largest monthly gain in three years. And, of course, there's been two events. Uh, One event is the uh, ETF uh, approval by the uh, SEC, Uh, and the second event is this halving event, uh, which is coming up. Uh, soon now, I find this interesting. Okay, Morgan Stanley moles adding spot Bitcoin ETFs to its brokerage platform. Let it won't allow their guys and gals to buy SH or any inverse ETFs. Okay, now let's just say a recession is coming. Uh, it looks like we're going to go into negative. Something uh, has happened. And they won't let uh, them uh, hedge their uh, <laughs> people's uh, uh, portfolios, portfolios with a with an inverse fund, but they'll allow them to buy a Bitcoin ETF. Which is more, which is riskier? Okay, a Bitcoin <laughs> ETF or uh, 
just let's just say SH. If 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 the S and P goes down five percent, SH would go up five percent. So, anyways, I just find that to be interesting. It sounds like they're interested in getting in on that that Bitcoin game before uh, you know everybody's in on it. Now we've got two major firms today saying that the stock market. One firm is saying that uh, we have entered into a euphoria period making it impossible to call the top. And that is true, okay? Uh, when you do get into a euphoria period, uh, it is uh, very hard to uh, call the top because you've got euphoria underneath. And usually what will break the back of a euphoria period is something adverse, right, to come along, some adverse news in some way. Uh, the PCE could have done it today if it would have come in exceptionally hot. But you also have to realize that euphoria period can turn very quickly. Well, and when you're at all-time highs, too, when you're breaking through resistance, right, there's no other, there's no, there's no resistance above there's no it resistance. So from a charting, from a chart standpoint, it's yeah. certainly tough to tell, you know, what that, uh, what that ceiling is because, you know, the ceiling continues to go up, basically. But gravity still exists, okay? Right, we haven't done away with gravity, and the yeah. market will come down at some point in time. Now, we've got another firm, and I want to talk about both of these uh, when we come back from the break here. Uh, Another firm is saying that stocks are egregiously expensive, egregiously expensive, Uh, and this is a major firm out there uh, that is saying that. So we also want to uh, talk to those, because those are a couple of, every day we're getting uh, people raising their uh, target price. We're going to go through that. Uh, where the target price for the S... The only way you can raise the S&P 500 target price is to expand your multiple. Because earnings are not uh, going up. The expectations are pretty much the same uh, that they were six months ago. So the earnings expectations are not going up. Inflation is going down. uh, And uh, there's really no reason to be expanding the multiple here. Uh, because uh, interest rates remain pretty high, really, at 4.3%. So it is uh, that euphoria that is expanding the multiple, and that's not usually a very good uh, foundation uh, to build upon to raise your uh, your target prices on the S&P 500. We'll go into that a little bit more, especially this one that says uh, we've got uh, a very uh, expanded uh, valuation right now, egregiously expensive. We'll be right back. Back here to the uh, second uh, quarter of today's Best Stocks Now show. Well, our NVIDIA article yesterday titled, Is NVIDIA Still the Best Stock in the Market Now? We called it the best stock in the market last August. Uh, and I think it has been. Uh, I think it lived up to that uh, 
uh, that uh, you know. And I think it, you called. I think we called it the best one at some time. I think we wrote it up again prior to that. But I think, want to say it was in. Uh, might have been in June or something. I got to go look so, back. So now, so. okay, our our latest article was nine thousand page read so far. Uh, if 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 it had a seven percent dividend, it'd have nineteen thousand page reads. Uh, but it only pays, uh, it does pay a dividend. It pays 16 cents a year last year. Uh, four cents every three quarter, every quarter. Uh, so the dividend yield is minimal, but it does pay a dividend. Now, okay, so I read the comments. Everyone, Mostly positive. Everyone yeah, was favorable. Right. There was one there that, uh, that, uh, you know, was, was kind of, um, I guess, Poopooing the fact that they would be the worst of the magnificent seven oh, going forward, okay. but but a few folks came 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 to the you know basically kind of uh, kind of uh, you know covered up that one because yeah. they were uh, on, uh, on 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 your side. But it was uh, well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing if all of the uh, comments were positive. One was saying <laughs> Tesla has more upside right, right now. Than, yeah. Okay, but this is the one that caught my eye. Uh, and we need to watch for this. I don't know anything about it. You need to look into it. Excellent, accurate article. Awesome job. Long on NVIDIA. Purchased all my NVIDIA stock over seven years ago. Well, he's probably retired right now. My retirement fund is so lopsided, I have to laugh. Now, he says GTC. i got to look that up. Uh, in our business, that's good till cancel. But I don't know what it means. GTC 2024 begins on March 18th. Jensen Wang, founder and CEO, will give the 90-minute keynote speech on the latest NVIDIA breakthrough, new markets, new strategies, and updates to the technology roadmap. A must-watch presentation uh, directly streaming from the NVIDIA YouTube channel. Okay, yeah, I think so. that's their developer conference is what they... Okay. Uh, I, think, I think that's what it is, which, um, you know, which kind of was one of the... I think was kind of the catalyst right that kind of um uh kicked things off a little bit uh you know last march i just remember the the picture of him holding up the big uh you know the big chip or whatever uh and you know there's a there's a shot of him in the in the, in the black leather jacket holding up the you know holding up the uh nvidia chip or whatever then i like this guy here which uh he says very few this is ed hart very few apparently understand growth stock investing you apparently do well thank you <laughs> my own analysis gives a four-year fifteen hundred dollar stock price we we're at 1533 right now after their earnings report uh i have one no 1563 that's a five-year so this guy's right in line uh with us uh, and he says, uh, if people can hold and not get scared out of their positions due to volatility, then NVIDIA will almost certainly outperform the indexes. So anyways, the NVIDIA article out. Uh, we sent it to anybody who, who asked who could not access it on Seeking Alpha. Uh, but uh, 9,000 page reads so far. Which isn't bad. Uh, there's a lot of people, obviously, that follow the stock. 
Uh, so you're not going to give me pageries if you're right about the elf beauty. Okay, what did our elf beauties? Thirty. For? I was just looking. Thirty-four hundred. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. All right, not, that makes an emerging bad. growth stock. Okay. Thirty-four hundred people were happy. Put it that way. Yeah, elf's done okay. Probably <laughs> as good as Nvidia. It's, it's now, up fifty-one percent since we. There you go. Okay, I have a few. Uh, I have another one to talk about here uh, in the second half of this show. Okay, here we go with the. Uh, uh, the macro call. Stocks have entered euphoria period, making it impossible to call the stock. Uh, and recently, you've seen a handful of financial institutions that have pushed up their year-end price target. Sanctuary wealth goes from 5400 to 5800 I don't know how you justify that. Barclays goes from 4800 to 5300 UBS from 5100 to 50. You can't just raise your target price because the market's going up. Uh, you have to uh, have the math has to back, back, back that up, and it doesn't currently. Then, okay, Bank of America, global research firm, argued on Wednesday that the S&P 500 is egregiously expensive versus its history. Kind of reminds me of the irrational exuberance comments made by German Greenspan, 1996. But the financial institution also stated why a 95th percentile P.E. ratio, 95th percentile, shouldn't keep investors up at night. Well, I had a good night's sleep last night. I didn't have any trouble sleeping. I had a long day working in the garden and uh, writing articles, doing radio shows, managing money. Uh, I'm not awake at night yet, but I also understand that what goes up must come down. The law of gravity has not uh, been uh, overturned. There hasn't been an executive order doing away with the law of gravity that I know of. Uh, And eventually, uh, you know, we're going to make about $245 per share this year. What kind of multiple are you going to put on that? Uh, and uh, <laughs> without being ridiculous. So, anyways, it, it, there is the law of gravity in play still. United Healthcare, you know, look, from time to time, we'll own a stock, and I just won't like, don't like the environment around it. I don't like the way the stock is straight. I unloaded a big position yesterday, which you'll see in the newsletter this Saturday. I didn't like the way it was trading. Looked like a sick puppy. Now we did the same thing with United Healthcare two months ago. Uh, who was it? Humana came in and reported exploding yeah, cost yeah, right. in healthcare, and I said, "How can it not affect United Healthcare?" Uh, and uh, we dumped our United Healthcare position. There are the biggest healthcare, uh, you know, benefit company out there in the in the country in the world. Now United Healthcare has been hacked, and uh, hackers have stolen millions of records from United Healthcare. Uh, so that's not a good thing at all. And uh, I don't think things are going very well in the healthcare industry right now for the healthcare providers. And I think Humana was a shot across the bow. Uh, and you can look at a chart of United Healthcare. Now, they're still very, very profitable. Uh, the forward PE ratio on United Healthcare is at 20. 20. So it's not cheap. But uh, it, they've got issues right now. Okay, now when we come back, <clears throat> I've got 
two emerging growth stocks from our emerging growth portfolio. That portfolio is up over 30% since the beginning of the year. Not bad for two months of work. Uh, And uh, there's uh, actually three stocks, three stocks that I'm going to talk about from that portfolio when I come back because they're all up big today. We'll be right back. This is Bill Gunderson. Thank you for tuning in to today's Best Stocks Now, Best Inverse Funds Now show. I put several hours of research in during the wee hours of the morning each day to bring you the very best cutting-edge stories that I can. To get two free weeks of my newsletter, go to GundersonCapital.com. To talk to us about our fee-based only money management services, call us at 855-611-BEST. Now, back to the second half of the show. Welcome back here to the uh, second half of today's Best Stocks Now show, where we have an update in the market uh, as the PCE number. That is the uh, the Fed's preferred inflation basket to look at. Now, they should have came with me shopping last night and uh, seen how much my basket cost me. Just you know, I just needed to pick up a few things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my inflation's not cooling off. I'm I know not how that. I know how that goes. Yeah, well, it's, no, it's uh, crazy. Every time I hit the grocery store, it's. Uh... I can't believe some of the prices I look at. Uh, you know, like okay, so uh, Coca Cola's got a new spiced Coke, uh, and uh, I got a, a twelve pack of the Diet. Uh, to try it out, six dollars and eighty-eight cents. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I remember yeah. when that stuff was like two ninety-nine, somewhere in there. Uh, and then other things, you know, lettuce. Uh, I mean, it just goes on oh, simple, and on and on. Simple items. I know. Uh, you know, I, I, I needed an onion recently, and uh, you know, just it, it was the only main reason I noticed it was one of the only things that I bought, and uh, yeah. put that thing on the scale, and I'm thinking, you know. My, grand, my grandma, who used to, you know, basically almost had her, you know, really wouldn't call it necessarily a farm, but she, you know, she had a huge, you know, huge garden, um, grew everything and, and canned. And I'm thinking, you know, uh, you know, uh, my, my grandmother's looking down and it's like, I cannot believe you just paid a dollar eighty for an onion. You know, <laughs> you could have bought a hundred bulbs at uh, Home Depot or Lowe's and uh, grown a hundred uh, onions for. A few bucks, four or Which five Which will bucks. pretty much grow anywhere, by the way. Yeah, they're pretty easy to grow. Yeah. Now, okay, all right, so let's get to some stocks here. We have three winners today. Uh, I'm going to begin with, uh, I mentioned yesterday, <clears throat> the the t- today is Energy Drink Earnings Day. Monsters reported uh, earnings, and Celsius has reported earnings. And uh, I mentioned yesterday only one stock has performed better than NVIDIA over the last 10 years, and that's Celsius Holdings, CELH out of Boca Raton, Florida. Uh, it's, uh, in fact, it's, it's thumped 
uh, NVIDIA over the last 10 years, believe it or not. Uh, and it's still going strong. Uh, of course, the last 10 years is looking backwards in the rearview mirror. The valuation numbers are looking forward, uh, trying to assess where it's headed uh, in the future. We own Celsius uh, in both our emerging growth and our uh, ultra-growth portfolios. Uh, you know, we like growth stories, but they have to make sense still from a... Uh, from a valuation proposition, and the Celsius reported earnings, it was initially down a little bit, uh, and uh, now it uh, is starting to take off. Yeah, up over 9% at the moment. And it's interesting, I talk, I talk to folks, we talk about boots on the ground and, you know, um, you know about Celsius, right? And you know, and you know, their them or their kids, right? Uh, you know, don't 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 really know about it. And it's so it's like you know, the whole thing is is you know, there's still a plenty you know, in terms of market saturation. They've got plenty of uh, I think plenty of market share to continue to 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 grow into. So yeah, I'm not a Celsius fan myself. Uh, I'm I'm a C4. Is that what it is? C4? Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah. Then they've got that at uh, Costco. I think they got both of them at Costco. Yeah. Now where else? A C4. Listen to these flavors. <laughs> Skittles. Where can I get a Skittles flavored diet energy drink without any calories? Second best flavor is orange dreamsicle. My third favorite flavor is bomb sickle, which is like pouring all these flavors to be called a suicide drink. Uh, fifth is uh, grape popsicle. They all taste the same, really, at the end of the day, if you did a taste test. But I get sucked in. Last night I saw some cherry popsicle C4 energy drinks. Uh, you know, hey, you know, I write a better article after a, a, a sipping on a C4 than I normally do. And the, and the flavors are phenomenal. Celsius Holdings, their quarter they just reported, well, their earnings were up 242%. Their sales were up 95% year over year. And, uh, you know, I made the statement in the article on uh, on NVIDIA. I haven't seen three quarters in a row like that. Uh, ever, but Celsius comes pretty close. Here's well, Cel- yeah. and the size of the company, obviously Nvidia, yeah, being as big as they are, yes, you know, having right. that is, is is ridiculous. Celsius has had you know great growth as well, just a, a small, obviously off of a smaller base. But. Yeah, Celsius was one dollar in two thousand and twenty during COVID. Now it's seventy four dollars a share, and so no wonder it, it beats Nvidia on a ten year performance uh, uh, number. Their last four quarters, their sales up 95%, 112%, 104%, and 95%. Almost four triple-digit quarters in a row, and that's top-line sales. Now, I've seen top-line sales grow like that uh, in many instances, but not the uh, earnings uh, growth. Here's their earnings growth over the last four quarters. 333%, 325%, 137%. And the quarter they reported yesterday after the close, 242% growth uh, in earnings. So no wonder we like it. Uh, no wonder it uh, pops up all the time in my Best Stocks Now app as one of the top stocks in the entire market. And uh, Celsius is having, it's ranked number two. 
number two in the Best Stocks Now app. It's been ranked up there for quite some time. I, you know, I need to write an article probably on Celsius. Yeah, I, thought, I was actually looking for one that I thought you did, but I think it was. I think you you, you kind of dove into it pretty significantly in one of the uh, in one of the uh, newsletter uh, yeah. newsletter openings. Uh, Celsius article. up nine point seven percent today on eleven times normal volume. And it's hitting a new all-time high. Uh, you know, look, growth investing, you can say, oh, look at that P.E., look at that forward. But we're looking five years down the road, okay? that As earnings go up, that's the E, that's the denominator in P.E. As earnings go up, you know, that drives that uh, P.E. ratio down because you're dividing it into a bigger number. Uh, now, the price goes up also. Uh, but it's uh, you know the ratio of those is very important, and they can grow into those earnings five years down the road. That's why you're, they're trading at high PE ratios at this point in time. So that's the first one I was going to mention. The next one I was going to mention uh, is Duolingo. Uh, Duolingo uh, is a uh, digital e-language learning education platform. Uh, suggesting lessons in multiple languages. And I was talking to a couple of the young men uh, that uh, uh, deal with their uh, Wednesday nights at the church. I have a couple of young men. I said, hey, and we talk stocks. These guys want to be day traders when they grow up. You know, they're about 16 years old. <laughs> yep. I said, did you Duolingo, look at this thing. It's up in the after hours like 24%. We owned it in our uh Emerging growth portfolio. He says, oh, you know what? They make us use it at school. He says every day, like, they'd send us to Duolingo and, and have us do an assignment there. Oh, so like I didn't Spanish realize. class or something of that Yeah, nature? I and didn't realize it was okay. such a big deal. I need it's to ask a, the 17-year-old about Duolingo. <laughs> your sons, they probably know it. $10 billion in market cap. I've had this one on my radar. I own it. In the emerging growth portfolio, it's up 18.5% uh, today after reporting earnings. I came really close to selling it recently because it had dipped down uh, below where I was kind of comfortable with it, but it barely held that uh, support line. Uh, it's up on 13 times normal volume, D-U-O-L. It's a small emerging growth company. Uh, their last three quarters, earnings up 121%, earnings up 115%, earnings up 174%, and guess what? It still makes good sense from a valuation point of view. That's another one uh, I should write up. You know, I need another me. I need <laughs> Clone me. I'm looking for a, a clone some, out there. You need some AI, uh, AI uh, seeking alpha right Yeah, robotic me. Uh, okay, and then the last one I'm going to mention, which had a big day yesterday, this little emerging growth portfolio. Now, look, it's volatile. Uh, last year, it was flat on the year when the, you know the other portfolios did very well. It's a difficult place to navigate. And you're mostly dealing with small and micro-cap stocks, which they have not been in favor. But the last one I'll mention is shift for payments. Four. The symbol is four. It's a 10 here. The last couple days, bust and loose. It's a payment company that all of a sudden seems to be in play to be purchased by another company. We'll see. But it has exploded to the upside. We'll be right back. 
And welcome back here to the uh, final segment of today's Best Stocks Now show. Let's just take a look at the indexes here. Yeah, after that, I've got one. I've got one for you that you've been warning against, and today uh, seems to be the the day that the, you know, the really the chickens come to roost. So. Which one's that? Uh, Weight Watchers. Oh yeah. Oh so, boy. Uh, you've been uh, you've been referencing it. Part of it's because I think uh, Oprah stepped down from the board. Yep. Um, and obviously all of the other uh, you know, uh, headwinds that they have from uh, from a uh, you know, from the likes of Lily and uh, Novo Nordisk. Well, you can count your calories and, you know, keep track of a scorecard every day of everything uh, you intake. Uh, or you can uh, inject yourself with uh, with Wagovi or uh, Monjero or Terzepatide or uh, Zepbound uh, and kill your cravings and uh, not worry about it. And I think that I really think that uh, the weight loss drugs are barely scratching the surface of the underlying market. I think as more and more people have friends, maybe someone you know, yes, that someone you else don't tries recognize, it first, right. that you haven't seen for three or four months, you say, "What happened?" Because I really, you know, how many diet successes really have you seen over the years that stuck? Uh, you know, I mean, the, 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 the ratio of success, uh, in all of the different diets is not very good. Uh, whether it's Jenny Craig or Weight Watchers or Metafast or whatever the case may be, uh, this seems to be the one that really, really works. Yeah. And on the other side of it, the, you know, the lap band surgeries and things of that nature that were, that were crazy for a while. They're, yeah, long term, you know, they're, they're certainly not, uh, you know, there, there's plenty of risks involved, particularly, uh, you know, some of the long term, uh, studies uh, of those. But yeah, Weight Watchers down 21% today. That you know, that's a classic example of the disrupted, and as you always yeah. say, you want to you want to you want to own the disruptor, not the yeah. disrupted. Well, and the Viking Therapeutics uh, saga continues. It's down seventeen percent today because they came out with a bunch more shares. They were going to raise three hundred and fifty million. Instead, they upped it to half a billion. That's a big secondary offering, and what that does is a major dilution. Uh, to the existing shareholders of their shares. They're in phase two trials. Uh, they're kind of a loose cannon out there right now. I know Lilly was trying to buy them. At least there was news yesterday, uh, a few months back, and uh, they waited until that second uh, uh, phase uh, trial ended, and then they produced the results, which were good saying that their drug actually outperformed. I, I don't think it, I, I, I think it's a matter of half a dozen of one and six of another. You can always point to some little statistic that is better than Zepbound or better than Wagovi. But the fact of the matter is, Lilly and uh, Novo Nordisk are huge companies. Viking's a little player, and to think that they have the distribution network yeah, and the sales uh, pipeline. I mean, the sales oh, people, right? Man. I mean, that's that's a that's a big big part of it uh, in terms of who's knocking on. The, Lily and Novo Nordisk got plenty of people knocking on the doors of your uh, of your local physician. Yeah, already, right? Yeah, With right. other drugs, and they. Oh, by yeah. the way, 
And I don't know. I, I've heard that it's a two to three week wait uh, to get wait to get the the drug right now because the demand is still heavy. And and I just think it's really starting to take off the runway. Myself, that's just my opinion. Okay, Monster Beverage. Okay, they're a much more mature company than uh, Celsius. They also reported it's up five point five percent. It sounds like Americans can't get enough of energy. Uh, and weight loss. Okay. <laughs> Those are the couple of things that are just going to the moon here. Uh, Monster has an alcohol beverage. I didn't know that. Uh, it's called The Beast. Okay. Mm. Corona. They went from a natural soda, Hansen's Natural Sodas in Carina, California, to, to Monster and now The Beast. <laughs> Uh, now, that keeps me up at night, uh, but they uh, are doing very well. Uh, Monster is a $61 billion company. They kind of were the really first one. Well, Red Bull was the first one. Yeah, Red Ener- Bull. Energy and alcohol are not always the best uh, combination. I wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. But uh, anyways, maybe it keeps you from falling, out there. collapsing yeah. on the floor or something. Now, okay, other other stocks... Uh, Snowflake not doing well today. It's melting. We don't own Snowflake. It's down 19%. Yeah, bad uh, report. And I think I think they're changing CEOs or something, too. I saw, I saw a little note on it earlier today. Now, Salesforce is up 1.4%. Salesforce is a member of the Dow. Uh, and uh, it's having a uh, decent day. Uh, and then the other one I wanted to bring to your attention, I've came close to owning this one in the uh, Emerging Growth Portfolio, but we own one like it. This DreamFinders home, I want to say they're out of Jacksonville. Yes, Jacksonville, Florida. That's, <laughs> I yeah, can't yeah. remember. It was on your short list one day, and then yeah. I think it rocketed to the moon, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think the 1,000 people a day are having getting new license plates in Florida from their old plates from wow. where they came from. Yeah. And DreamFinders Homes is up 11.2% today. DFH, it's a micro cap at $3.6 billion, but uh, they're in a good market. What can I say? Uh, selling single-family homes and apartments uh, in the, uh, in the uh, uh, Jacksonville and the northern Florida area, which is also booming uh, right now. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's just one DFH I would mention because they did report earnings yesterday. The only thing hurting these home builders, I've seen a lot of the home builders kind of level off the big ones, D.R. Horton and Pulte and whatnot. I think that 7% interest rate is still hurting them a lot. But there is a shortage of homes out there, uh, and that could keep it uh, going for a while. But I kind of like some of these small ones in some of the hottest markets. All right, now we're out of time for the day. I can't wait. I get to look at uh, six, seven hundred charts today uh, as I work through my day here today looking for something new. I did dump a big position yesterday. That will be in the newsletter on Saturday. And so I've got a little cash to play with here. I'm looking to replace it with another possible big position. Maybe we'll find it here today. I don't know. I'm zeroing in on circling a few. But it is an expensive market, so you have to be careful here. Get two free weeks of the newsletter at GundersonCapital.com. You can look at that emerging growth portfolio, which is having a solid year. 
uh, and to make an appointment with us, 855-611-BEST. We offer six different portfolios, mix or match. We help you determine that, 855-611-BEST. Have a great day, everybody. This show is not a solicitation to buy or sell any securities. Bill Gunderson or clients of Gunderson Capital Management may have long or short positions in stocks mentioned during the show. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. Gunderson Capital Management is a fee-based registered investment advisory firm. All accounts are held at Charles Schwab. Schwab is a member of SIPC and FINRA.